Welcome to the Haunted Happy Hour podcast, and thanks for joining us for the last episode of our summer mini-series, Haunted Summer Road Trips. If you're just tuning into this episode, consider going back and starting with episode 4, where we kicked off our road trip mini-series with one of our favorite Midwestern cities, Chicago. These last 8 episodes that we've recorded have really been an exciting change-up for us. Being able to pick out a few of our favorite haunted spots that we've either been to or still want to visit at some point, while sharing the history of the location and the spirit activity was definitely a highlight. Hopefully, if you're a curious explorer just like us, we gave you some ideas of places to visit and some stories about what to look out for. Additionally though, if you've been to any of the locations we talked about, Hit us up on our socials, Instagram or Facebook, or send us an email, hauntedhappyhourshow at gmail.com, and share your story with us. We'd love to hear all about it. Now, as for this episode, the last city we'll be pulling into for our haunted road trip is a -a one-of-a-kind modern city full of charm, excellent dining, bars, and music. It's a city full of storytellers and dreamers. It's the home to the Bluebird Cafe and the Grand Ole Opry. Of course, we're talking about none other than the music city itself, Nashville, Tennessee. If we've learned one thing in this series, it's that almost anywhere you go, no matter how big or how small, every city and town all have their own stories to tell their own history, and their own hauntings. Nashville is no different. According to paranormal investigators and the local ghost tours, the city is full of spirits. They roam everywhere from the banks of the Cumberland River to the farmlands of rural Tennessee. With such an authentic, friendly, and creative spirit that flows throughout the city, it's no wonder that some just don't ever want to leave, not even in death. And for the last time in this series, as we always say, don't forget, some locations may have restrictions for visitors, so visit and explore at your own risk. In this last episode of our road trip series, our first stop is taking us to the State Capitol Building located at 600 Drive, Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. Widely considered to be one of the most haunted buildings in Nashville, this historic building is full of tales of the paranormal. After some encounters, many skeptics have left this building as believers. So sit back and settle in. This activity really is something worth hearing about and experiencing for yourself. The State Capitol Building's design intent was based on a Greek temple by nationally famous architect William Strickland. Hired in 1845, Strickland moved to Nashville from Philadelphia for what he thought 
was to be a temporary job. Fearful of cost overruns, the Tennessee legislator decided to hire Samuel Morgan to oversee the project. A Virginia native, Morgan was a merchant, architect, and builder. His business, Morgan & Company, was the largest wholesale importer of dry goods in Tennessee. Being appointed to the commission in charge of planning the new state capital, Morgan eventually became president of the group. Once William Strickland landed in Tennessee, the conflict started. Unfortunately, the project turned into a nine-year battle between Strickland and Morgan. Both men developed a severe dislike of each other and were often seen screaming back and forth at each other. The battle over Tennessee's state house construction never seemed to stop. They could never agree on any of the decisions that needed to be made. Sadly, Strickland died in 1854 before the structure was even completed. His remains were placed in a special vault in the walls of the northeast corner of the Capitol. The state Capitol building was finally completed in 1859. It has become one of the oldest working state capitals in the country. Morgan outlived Strickland by 26 years, dying in 1880. After his death, a decision was made to place his remains in the southeast corner of the Tennessee Capitol. It's ironic that these two men that couldn't dislike each other any more in life ended up being buried relatively close to one another. When people talk about the Tennessee State Capitol building, one of the best known stories about the paranormal activity is that of the clearly audible quarrel between two men. Investigators have identified these men to be Strickland and Morgan. Their argument can usually be heard starting around 9 p.m. The ongoing battle between these two seems to have continued into the afterlife. Some say the two scream at each other so loudly you can hear them fighting from outside the building. Reportedly, even police officers have heard their arguments and have gone inside to investigate, only to find that the building is deserted. State Capitol employees have also reported a woman being spotted wearing traditional Victorian dressings. Some believe that it's the wife of the seventh president, Andrew Jackson. Others that don't believe that it's her are rather curious about who this finely dressed woman could possibly be. Another tale features the ghost of a Confederate soldier who has been spotted both inside and outside the Capitol. Members of a construction crew hired to renovate the building reported being shoved or loudly told not to touch the furniture and other fixtures. At times, this ghostly force is known to move furniture back to its original location. An additional paranormal sighting on the premises is said to be that of the 11th President of the United States, James Polk. According to several accounts, a man dressed in a dark suit has been seen kneeling in front of James and Sarah Polk's tomb. Apparently, as passers-by get closer, the man seems to slowly dissipate until he disappears completely. 
Those who have witnessed the occurrence swear it's James Polk staring at his own gravesite. Curiously, he and his wife's remains have been moved three times, with another possible move in the works. Could this constant disturbance of a final resting place be to blame for the paranormal sighting? One gruesome tale of the Capitol can be told by the blood-stained stairs on which a murder took place. In 1886, Congressman William Talby was accused by journalist Charles Kincaid of using his time in Washington, D.C. to have an affair with a young woman. The story tarnished Talby's reputation and led him to take himself out of the run for re-election. He often spent time at the Capitol, where he frequently had clamorous run-ins with Kincaid. In 1890, they again crossed paths. It was then that Kincaid walked away, came back to the Capitol, armed, and shot Talby in the head. Days later, Talby died. More than 130 years later, the blood of Talby is still visible on the marble steps of the stairs where he was shot. Charles Kincaid was acquitted on the claim of self-defense, but legend says that as revenge, Talby's ghost trips reporters who dare to walk up those very steps. The spirits that walk the halls of the historic state capitol are restless. Perhaps they have unfinished business, or maybe they're trying to come to terms with their placement in the afterlife. If you would like to participate in a tour of this hauntingly Greek Revival-style building, visit GhostCityTours.com. They also offer a haunted pub crawl so you can enjoy double the spirits. The second stop on our Nashville road trip is taking us to a place known for its colorful purple facade and its equally active music and paranormal scene. Located across the alley from the Ryman Auditorium, you'll find Tootsie's Orchid Lounge at 422 Broadway. Tootsie's, known as the cornerstone of the iconic Honky Tonk Highway, is celebrating their 62nd anniversary this October. In its 62 years, they say Tootsie's has seen more music history per square inch than anywhere else in the Music City. The history of the world-famous lounge begins in 1960, when Hattie Louise Bess, better known to many as Tootsie, bought a bar named Mom's. According to record, while refurbishing the bar, Tootsie hired someone to take care of the painting for the building. One day, she came back to the bar to find that the whole place had been painted the now memorable orchid color. At that point, she changed the name of the bar from Mom's to Tootsie's Orchid Lounge. With its prime location behind the Ryman, which used to be the home to the Grand Ole Opry, Tootsie's 
would regularly serve and feature the up-and-coming stars that graced the illustrious Opry stage. Between sets at the Opry, up-and-comers at the time, like Willie Nelson, Chris Christopherson, and Merle Kilgore, would often run over to Tootsie's for a few drinks and sometimes even an impromptu jam session. Tootsie Bess was known to not only love her bar, but she also loved what it could do for others. She loved her customers and had a soft spot for the struggling musicians and dreamers. She always did anything she could to help any artist that walked through her door, eventually establishing herself and the Orchid Lounge as an invaluable part of the Nashville community. In 1974, when the Grand Ole Opry moved, Tootsie's popularity began to decline. Four years later, Hattie Louise Tootsie Bess died. It's said that she was buried wearing an orchid dress in an orchid casket and with an orchid in her hand. In the 1990s, Tootsie's was in danger of closing permanently. In 1992, local businessman Steve Smith decided to reinvest in Tootsie's. He bought the famous institution and revived the now iconic spot. Today, Tootsie's is a thriving, must-see spot. Packed every night with up-and-coming artists, customers, and a couple of well-known spirits. Tootsie's Orchid Lounge is thought to be haunted by two spirits. One of those spirits is famed singer-songwriter Hank Williams Sr. They say Hank is usually the one to blame for any unexplained mishaps in the bar. Although the singer died in West Virginia seven years before Tootsie's even opened, Several people say his spirit has returned home to Nashville. Witnesses have said that he haunts the nearby Ryman Auditorium, where he used to play. Many believe that his ghost goes back and forth between the Ryman and Tootsies. According to legend, a white mist resembling the late country singer has been spotted by the bar at Tootsies and even photographed on several occasions. The occurrence has led people to believe it's the musician attempting to order a drink. In 2002, a customer leaving Tootsie's was walking behind the building when he said he saw a man walking towards him. He described Williams to a T, dressed in pants, a long-sleeved shirt, and cowboy boots. Shocked and not really believing what just happened, he turned back around to confirm what he'd just seen. But when he did, the apparition had vanished. On another occasion, country music singer Whispering Bill Anderson was rehearsing for a show when he started to play a Hank Williams song. Witnesses in the bar at the time watching the rehearsal, claimed that suddenly, all the power in the building went out, effectively ending the rehearsal. 
The other spirit that's said to reside at Tootsie's is that of Tootsie Bess herself. Her ghost seems to make herself known most commonly when there's a performance in the bar. It's said that if she likes the show, she won't make a sound. But if she doesn't, you'll suddenly hear the tapping of fingers on the bar counter, almost as if she's saying, hurry up and be done. Many agree that Tootsie is still here at her beloved honky-tonk bar, watching over all the hopeful up-and-coming artists. Being one of the most famous honky-tonk bars in the Music City, it's a definite stop for locals and tourists alike. So, next time you're in Nashville, add Tootsie's Orchid Lounge to your list. You never know who you'll see. It could be the next up-and-coming artist, or even Hank or Tootsie themselves. And this wraps up our Summer Haunted Road Trips mini-series. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed sharing all the stories. With the conclusion of this mini-series, we'll actually be taking a brief hiatus, but we'll be coming back with an all-new episode on October 4th. And in honor of October, we'll be returning with a brand new four-episode spooky season series. While we're gone, though, be sure to stay connected with us through Instagram and Facebook. We'll be posting updates and more about the upcoming episodes and series. Don't forget to also follow and subscribe to the show on whatever platform you use to listen to your podcasts so you can be sure to not miss the new episode on October 4th. So, once again, thanks for tuning in. Catch us next time for another chillingly uncorked conversation right here on Haunted Happy Hour Podcast. Cheers! Cheers.